Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to the Off Menu podcast, picking up the donut of chat and licking off the sugar of humour from your dirty little fingers. Hello, James Acaster. Hello, Ed Gamble. How are you today? Very well, thank you, James Acaster. Bit of a bonus ep, a B ep today. Mm. And you know what that means? No one can complain about it because it's a bonus. <laughs> That, I think that's the rules, isn't it? Yes. If it's a bonus app, I mean, really, and I'll say this now, no one can complain about it anyway because it's a free podcast. Yes. Uh, but especially today, as it's a bonus, yes. if you're expecting certain things from it, you, you might not get them and that's fine. Yeah, and do you know what? Anything that you expected that you didn't get, we expected to, and we didn't get them, and we were and we were doing the podcast. So and we were doing it. So that doesn't matter. You don't get, don't make it all about you. It, it's you know, and sometimes not getting what you expect is actually quite a lot of fun if you just yeah. decide to go with it anyway. Yeah, yeah. You just, yeah. You just sit yeah. back yeah. and relax and go. Oh, I expected this to be a guest coming into the dream restaurant and saying what their favourite ever starter, main course, dessert, side dish, and drink are. That's what every single episode of the Off Menu podcast is. And listen, it's not, it's not, not that. It's not not that, so keep that in mind. That's the bare minimum that we promise someone yeah. doing their dream meal. We have a special guest come in and they describe their dream meal. And our special guest today in this bonus episode is Dan Aykroyd. Dan Aykroyd. Dan Aykroyd, uh, Ghostbuster, Blues Brother, Dan Aykroyd. <laughs> yeah, my girl, Driving Miss Daisy. He's been in Ghost, all sorts of Ghostbust, stuff. Ghostbusters. I mean, look, his legacy... Is completely that that is secured. Yes, and also not only that, he also has a vodka. I I don't know if he'll bring it up, so let's plug it now. Yes, Crystal Head vodka. They've just released uh, a Crystal Head for Pride in a rainbow uh, Crystal Head bottle. Looks wonderful, and you know we wanted to talk to Dan Aykroyd about food because of Crystal Head. And look, we've already recorded the episode. We know what happens. <laughs> And we're, I'm looking forward to you hearing it. It's you yes. know, there's every now and again we release an episode, and I I think not only would I like to be in the room when uh, people that I know are listening to it, I would like to be in the room when everyone listens to this episode. I would like to yes. see everyone's reactions to it, and yeah. I hope you enjoy it as much as we we genuinely enjoyed this. We, we absolutely had a, great had a brilliant time. time. The thing is, there was no way I wasn't going to enjoy this. It's it's no. actual Dan Aykroyd. We were so buzzed to speak to him. Yes. Um, he really knows his food. He obviously knows his vodka. The other thing I will say at the top of this is this was not a paid branding opportunity from his vodka company. It is very important that people know that. <laughs> Hashtag not an ad. Hashtag just a, just a chat. But we often have people on promoing their wares, uh, actors, mm-hmm. comedians, that sort of stuff. And at the beginning, we have to force a plug in because they really don't want to talk about what they're doing. They just want to yes. chat about uh, just do the podcast. 
Um, we didn't have to do that with Dan. This is not a sponsored episode. No. We haven't received any money from Crystal Head. Not Spawn. Look, and also, all this chat now, I, I really liked him. Yeah. And, uh, and it was really fun. Yes. Uh, so I-, I hope you enjoy it. But it's not necessarily the traditional back and forth interview format that you're used to. Uh, on off menu. <laughs> All we're doing is trying to uh, impress upon you that it isn't what you're used to, and that this isn't a branded episode. We loved it. We yes. had a great time. I think he had a good time. I hope so, uh, Dan. If you're listening, I hope you had a great time. I uh, hope you enjoyed it as much as we did. It, enjoy it. Treat it for what it is: a bonus episode with a genuine bona fide legend. Secret ingredient. Oh, ectoplasm. It's ectoplasm. Yeah. Ghostbusters. Note the date and the time. Know where you were when you heard this episode. Strap in, because the menu's coming at you thick and fast. It's the off-menu menu of Dan, Dan Aykroyd. Welcome, Dan Aykroyd, to the Dream Restaurant. Hello, Ed. Hello, James. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. wow. Welcome, Dan Aykroyd, to the Dream Restaurant. I've been expecting you for some time. <laughs> the Dream Restaurant would be, let's think of it as Canada, my home in the summer, because we, we have a, a log cabin there, and uh, I, I run luggage uh, from the station and back. I'm a luggage mule all, all summer. It's, it, it's as if it's, <laughs> it's a resort or a hotel. So uh, we've had some really great chefs in there, David Adji out of Toronto, Ben DeForest out of Martha's Vineyard, and they have served up uh, comp, you know incomparable feasts and so I've prepared the, the, the evening. I'll tell you about the evening and the meal that we would have at the, at the dream restaurant. Let's call it uh, Loon Lodge. Loon Lodge. Dan, I think this is the first time I think we've done maybe 107 episodes of this. This is the first time someone's come straight in with a name for their dream restaurant. Yes. Well, it would be my home. You see, my dream restaurant would be my home. Of course, uh, I love... Uh, Ken and Beck's down there in uh, where Ben DeForest works in Martha's Vineyard. And there's so many restaurants, uh, a new one opening up, Vela here in Toronto, the Johnny Goodman's place, uh, not John Goodman, the actor, but uh, the entrepreneur, John Goodman, uh, uh, Johnny Goldman, I mean. So, you know, that connection with uh, fine chefs and purveyors of great food over the years has has served me well. And uh, (laughs) I have uh, thrown many a party. So, the dream restaurant would be uh, Bear's Head Cabin, Loon Lodge, the uh, the uh, the Bear's Head Lounge, and then moving on to uh, the formal dining, uh, outdoor dining porch. We're talking outdoors, are we, Dan? Uh, it's screened in, yes. Take us through the scene in front of you. Okay, so the scene would be, uh, we're talking probably serving about 20 good friends, and uh, we would be, uh, I would be sending the, uh, the 1932 V12 Pierce Arrow 1604 limousine for uh, to pick them up. Uh, they would pull up to the cabin. Uh, they would be greeted with my bar staff serving a bar car martini. That's the Crystal Head, two and a half ounces of it, uh, <laughs> shaken in a uh, in a uh, with ice chips in a in a uh, and into a tumbler glass with ice with a rind of lemon or pearl onion or olive. Along with that would be a setting of pecorino and Stilton. With red pepper yeah. jelly. Can I just say, this is the normally we have to tease these things out of people, and you are so ready to get into the food. Normally, we maybe ask some general questions about whether you know you've been a foodie for a long time. Have you always loved food? Did you grow up with food around? Oh, we you? can sure. Well, I think my, I think if we go through the uh, the dream meal, you'll see, and you can <laughs> stop me anytime. Okay. Or uh, or you know, ask me once uh, we've gone through, but. They'd arrive in the V12. The, uh, they would have a bar car martini served to them, very clean uh, vodka that we serve. Of course, no additives. Crystal Head is a no additive product. Then the Pecorino and Stilton with red pepper jelly, cards, table water, crackers, olives, uh, little uh, cocktail pickles, and um, and maybe some uh, pearl onions again. So then we would move into the screened-in porch, uh, which overlooks the, the cliff uh, on the lake that the old family farm is on there. And uh, we would move on to a pepper del pesto uh, as a sort of uh, a, a, also a secondary appetizer. I love a good pesto. I search mm. the world for pesto, and pepper del noodles is, to me the best noodles to use with with pesto. Now I don't cook at all. You can I can barely take a piece of toast and put it on a coat hanger and get it to brown. <laughs> I I don't cook at all. So. But I do appreciate good food and the skill of some of the people we've had working at the farm uh, over the years is is quite outstanding. So 
Uh, we'd have the Bar Car Martini, the Pecorino Stilton Red Pepper Jelly with the cars, table water, crackers, olives, pickles, and onions. We'd, then we'd move on to the Pappardelle Pesto. And in the summer, there's nothing in Canada like a, a mixed grill. So that would be uh, baby lamb chops with mint jelly, a T-bone steak uh, with au jus uh, and fresh grated horseradish, a lemon half chicken skin on, and that would be uh, on, a, on a fairly nice big gas or charcoal broiler. And then uh, to accompany that, of course, Yorkshire pudding with gravy and peas, Brussels sprouts with a maple glaze. You know, we have Canadian maple syrup here, the best in the world. And then we'd move on to uh, garlic mash and rosemary roasted potatoes in there uh, as part of the cooking, and that would all be served together. So uh, I'm not eating fish these days because I think, you know, they're disappearing fast. So it would be chicken, lamb chops, uh, T-bone. And uh, then after that, uh, we would uh, have a chopped Caesar salad. Not cheesy, more lemony than cheesy, you know, uh, chopped up. And all along the way, of course, uh, we'd be serving the finest Chateau Margaux, red for red, and the Palmire White. It's a great vineyard there in California, a lovely uh, Chardonnay that they make. Very kind of viscous and oaky and really neat uh, to drink with food. So, and by the way, I'm not paying for this uh, meal. I, I would get <laughs> someone, I figure a promotion to get the, my, uh, the company in Toronto to pay for it. Look, this is, Dan, this is your dream meal. You don't have to pay for it. You know, we've got James as our genie waiter. He yes. can magic anything up you like. So, you know, this is all on us. All right, good. Uh, the Caesar salad and then the Margot and the Palmer served along the way. For dessert, uh, we would have an espresso martini. Uh, with the crystal head again, uh, no additives uh, to make an award-winning drink. We just won another award with our Onyx bottle right here. <clears throat> Toy soldiers. <laughs> this is our Onyx. This is a Blue Ooh. Weber Agave vodka. This is a piano mm. finish bottle. Blue Weber of vodka, of course, they, is what they make tequila out of. We do a vodka distillation and filtration treatment on it. And so we'd have that in a, an espresso martini, and uh, that would be accompanied by dessert of a mocha de quoise, uh, a lemon squares, a black velvet cake, a black forest cake. And uh, then uh, to those who wanted an Arturo Fuente uh, cigar with a Chateau Iquem, a beautiful sauterne, right? Or brandy or whiskey, a Mission uh, Signal Hill whiskey out of Canada is a lovely brand. Um, a nice whiskey, a brandy, uh, you know, something uh, as a digestif. And then in Canada, where it's legal, I would offer a two-gram uh, Chernobyl pre-roll, uh, sativa blunt with uh, blue rhino bud uh, and blue crush uh, keef, uh, for those who would, would want that. And then uh, jugs of warm lemon water, as everyone gets up from the, from the porch. Lots of lemon water, jugs, and then the, the evening's not over, because then we go to the fire, mm. because it's Canada. We have a massive fire there. Uh, big bonfire, and we will do uh, plain donuts, just plain donuts, but rolled in butter and then grilled. Mm, wow. Uh, with coffee, yep, and then Patron XO, the beautiful beverage out of Patron XO for all night dancing, all night partying. This is obviously a dream meal to be accompanied with a party that goes to four or five to dawn, really. Mm. Uh, this is the kind of entertainment we used to do at the at the at the at Loon Lodge. And, and so when you told me to come up with my dream meal, it wasn't hard. I've had it there and I wanted to share it with the world through you. We'd have uh, wow. music. The the music we would have would be, you know, Sam Moore uh jamming by the fire with Keith and Ronnie. Yeah. So yeah. Dan, I mean, wow. There's a lot to talk about there. Especially, uh, do bear in mind that our producer, it's his job during these to write down everything our guest has ordered so James can read their order back to them later. And I'd imagine his hand's fallen off uh, because <laughs> there is so much in there. But it sounds absolutely incredible. Well, I've got a few questions because uh, you, you talked about the heydays of Loon Lodge and I was wondering, like, your 20 guests who you've got for this. Yeah. Are there a particular 20 guests you have in mind? Who are the kind of people you'd love to come along? Absolutely. Bill Bill Murray, Paul Schaefer, yeah. uh, Chevy Chase, uh, Lorraine Newman, uh, Jane Curtin, my my colleagues from SNL, Lauren Michaels uh, and his family, and uh, and then just just local friends, uh, and then my my family, which is you know can run from seven to twelve at any given time. And they've been to all these people have been to your Loon Lodge parties in the past. Yes, they have. They have been and uh, have en have enjoyed uh, have enjoyed it. They would love this meal. I know. I know my friends well. You know. And now there's no duck in here, no fish or anything. But uh, it's a pretty ba basic dream meal. And the T bones. You know, you do them right on the grill, you cross-sear them, and then there's an au jus that comes with them that you gather. Mm. And uh, not too thick of a T-bone now, about a half inch, not on a big thick. Don't impress me there. I want the half inch. Mm -hmm. 
cut because uh, it's so much easier uh, to manipulate and it's moist and and, and, ta- and and very tasty. And the way they, they do beef up here around Canada is uh, pretty impressive if you're a meat eater. I'm imagining being a local friend invited to this party and then walking through the door and seeing who else was at the party and being absolutely terrified and turning around. Uh, well, I don't know. I, my, most of my friends here have met the, my, my, my well-known uh, group uh, from show business and that, the well-known group of friends. Uh, and, and, you know, the people that I, I, that I live with up here and, and that uh, are around are, are, are pretty basic. Nothing, nothing impresses uh, somebody from the country up here uh, too much other than, you know, a good rainfall, a good hay crop. Uh, <laughs> a, a fine a drink around the fire you know we take people as they come Qual- the, the qualification for friendship in my mind is uh is a good heart and uh, not so much fame or accomplishment but a good heart and spirit so those are the only people that walk through my my doors so you've talked about one in the t-bone now let's delve into that a bit more i'd like to know when you realized that was your favorite kind of steak. That was the that was the cut for you. We've had people on this podcast before, Dan. Once we had a guest on this podcast, and they chose a steak as their main, but they chose a well done rump steak, and it upset us. <laughs> Charge up the chainsaw! Whoa, boy. Uh, well, the T-bone because of the bone, the bone, the bone. There's just if it's cooked right, the flavor comes through out of. Out of that bone, you get an no juice out of it, and uh, you know the tenderloin part, the, the the tender part of it there that you you cut away easily is is just it's it morselizes as if it were chocolate, and then if the other side of it, the longer side, is done right, it's it's very easy to to cut and dissolves in the mouth beautifully at a medium well cooked temperature. Mm. Yeah, so I love the tea. I fell in love at the farm before Loon Lodge was built. When we just had a couple of shacks there by the lake, we used to throw those T-bones on the grill. We had a, a McGreer grocer. He would just, you'd come in and he'd you walk in the back and you'd select the slab from where you want them, you know, it would cut right off and they'd be right, you know, from the from the yard to the butcher to the table uh, in, a, in a half day. And then, uh, you know, uh, we'd have these long harvest dinners where we'd have a table for 30 people uh, with uh, picnic tables all lined up. And it was the T-bones then and uh, nothing as elaborate as what I've gone through here, but Always uh, peas and good garlic mashed potato, lots of garlic. Mm. You know, well, like, I'll just, as a snack, I'll take uh, a pan and I'll take some garlic buds. I'll peel them. I'll put them in there with a little oil just and do them up like nuts and just, just eat them. Oh, delicious. Yeah, they're delicious and great for the blood and uh, a healing, very, very healing uh, plant. Oh, how often do you do that? How often do you get some garlic cloves and cook them up as a snack? I haven't done it as a, in a while. I, I really should. Uh, I did it... Uh, I, well, I threw a lot of garlic into a pasta the other day that my friend was making. So I chopped some up then, but uh, I need the little pan. I got to get that little pan for, for doing the garlic nuts. Ben DeForest's uh, restaurant, Ken and Beck's, is a world-renowned uh, restaurant because people go to the vineyard as a tourist destination from all over the planet. And Ben does the uh, the beautiful garlic buds uh, in, the, in the little pan there. And uh, his specialty is pan cooking. And it's just, uh, it, it's, it's really exciting to eat there. Anybody headed to... Massachusetts this summer. Make sure you get on the ferry early. They they just hacked it. The ferry to Martha's Vineyard and from Woods Hole. They hacked into it, and the boats weren't running there for a while. You know, some ransomware outfit. What they hacked into them and they started controlling them. How how do you hack a boat? They hacked them so that they couldn't. Their electronic systems weren't working. They couldn't depart from the dock. Oh wow! And and, and reservation also were shut down. And so uh, I don't know if they paid or not. But the this is a world. This is World War Three. What's happening here in the cyber mm-hmm. world? Uh, and that's why uh, it's comforting food and drink in this world. Very comforting. Uh, you know, uh, after uh, I recommend to your MI6 and to all of your people in intelligence over there in Britain. and uh, They all listen. They all listen to it. Yeah, I know. Yeah. That. Of course they do. They're gourmands. And they listen to everything, Dan. They're gourmands <laughs> and, and gourmands. You know, this is the community that loves fine living because of government expense chits that they can turn in. Uh, so uh, I speak to the intelligence community. I say, hang in there. But no, this is the third world war happening. And so eat and drink well. Here's my uh, MI6 uh, Cosmo. Uh, it would be three ounces of the head, yeah. uh, egg white, and white cranberry juice shaken uh, and put up in a, uh, in a glass, uh, in a martini glass. So that's for the hardworking uh, intelligence and counterterrorist uh, 
community in um, in in England. That's the drink. Do you have a cocktail for every uh, sort of industry? Mm. If, we, if we gave you an industry, would you be able yeah. to name a cocktail that we could make for them? Oh, sure. Tell me, uh, what do you think? Uh, chimney sweeps. Oh, wow. Uh, for chimney sweeps, you'd want a nice kind of a, almost like a milky uh, cocktail, something really sweet and milky and clean. I would say, uh, you know, the, the crystal head corn, the original uh, one over here. Well, it's in our Pride bottle. Uh, Pride Month. Happy Pride Month. Uh, this is our Pride Happy bottle. Pride Month to you. Yeah, oh, wow, look lovely. at that. That's amazing. Uh, our corn is in here. So I would say uh, you'd take the corn and you would take a little, um, like, uh, drambuie and uh, nutmeg and um, some um, oh, good, good, good milk, just 2% milk, not too thick, and shake that up. And that would kind of almost be like a cold head shake, you know. That's the chimney sweep drink. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, but fine, you know, fine food and uh, and wine are, of course, you know, such traditions in in all of the spy novels that have been, have been written and on the, the movies, you know, and uh, and England, uh, the UK, your community does that stuff great. And as you see, yeah, they're listening to us now. You're right. They're listening, and they're going to have a that cocktail. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row, dreaming of something better? Well, Hello Fresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Today's episode of Off Menu is sponsored by Aura. James, are you ready to win Mother's Day? I am, Ed. I want to cement my reputation as the best gift giver in the family. I want to give my mom an all digital picture frame preloaded with decades of family photos. May I say, James, I absolutely love the class and elegance with which you use the word mom, because this is for US listeners. All of your moms deserve a good or a digital picture frame preloaded with decades of family photos. Yeah, I think your mum's going to love looking back on your childhood memories, seeing what you're up to today, seeing what you were up to back in the day, and even better, with unlimited storage and an easy-to-use app, you can keep updating mum's frame with new photos so it's the gift that keeps on giving, James. Ed, answer me this. Who is the best gift giver in your life? Hmm, um, I'd probably say uh, my wife is a very good gift giver. Not that my mom is not a fantastic gift giver, but my wife's very good at little surprise things. She says, I've only got you a few things, and then there'll be little little surprises, things that we've seen throughout the rest of the year. I'll say to my wife, I like that, and then I forget about it, and then on the day, there's some lovely little gifts there for me that remind us of the year that we've just spent together. Oh, if you like being reminded of stuff, may I suggest photographs? That's a very good point, James. I think we should get ourselves an Aura digital picture frame and put some of our wedding photos on them. Right now, Ed, Aura has a great deal for Mom's Day, Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A frames.com. Use code OFFMENU at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. But you say it's like in the spy novels in, you know... James Bond films as well, of course. He has a vodka mm. martini, shaken, not stirred. But a shaken martini is a nightmare, surely. This is what I've heard, that no no one who knows their martinis would order a shaken martini, Dan. I disagree. I believe that a shaken martini uh, with the right, uh, with an espresso, certainly, if you want, you want to shake that up. You want to get a nice foam going. You want to get that cocoa, that co- that coffee in there. You want to, uh, you want to blend that up um, and, because it just comes out the other end like a soft cone from Dairy Queen. It's just such a treat. Yeah, I, The shaker is a beautiful sound, first of all. And if you're going into a bar, it's one of my, well, first of all, next to the Harley-Davidson motorcycle or train wheels or the laughter of my children, uh, the, uh, the sound of a shaky, of a cocktail shaker means fun. It means entertainment. 
And I mean, and, and the and bar chefs can do so much now with shaken martinis that I wouldn't worry about that proviso. But some people are going to hew to that line, and I will make you with either of my beverages a, a martini, uh, with or without, with, with just the vodka and maybe lemon or nothing or little ice chips. Certainly, I like it with ice, and uh, it will be delicious. I think, I think cocktails are important in, in our community as we congregate, as we get back to bars, bar chefs, cocktails, that world. Uh, will serve mankind well. If one can consume beverage alcohol moderately, you know, food and the drink that goes with, uh, and the food that goes with the drink uh, will be so exciting to uh, to share uh, in, a, in a congregate community once we get the world back to normal. And did you get vaccinated yet, you guys? I did. I had my second one yeah. today. Good, good. I've had both of mine as well. We're both double jabbed. I got all of them. I said, give me, give me all three. I got them in the States. Give me all three. Give me all three. <laughs> and they said, well, it wouldn't really hurt you. And I didn't get sick. Another question that I've got to ask. <laughs> yes. Because uh, you've been, we've had so much great stuff about the Crystal Head Vodka, and like you clearly, you're working on it very hard. There's loads of stuff you're doing. You're thinking about every single element of it, every it's element true. of it, element of the drink, the ingredients, the design, how they work in cocktails. It's on your mind a lot. If I may ask you a Ghostbusters question, sure, and, and bring in Crystal Head. Well, all right. <laughs> At the end of. The Ghostbusters, the first film, Ghostbusters, the first yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. You got to not think of anything because if you think of anything, it will materialize. I don't. don't well, now, what are you do doing? Do you think now? these days you would think of Crystal Head and then you would look down and through the streets is coming a giant skull glass? And how? A. Do you think that's what you would think of, and that is what would then attack the city? And B. How would the Ghostbusters defeat it? Oh, man, if I had to go back and, and, and be that character right there, I probably would go blank. I wouldn't think of anything because you got you got to be careful what you wish for. Um, Do you think Crystal Head would just win? Do you think it would be a very different film? It would be unbeatable. Um, well, that, well, you, but the head is very benevolent, you see. The head has a nice little smile. The head, I mean, it could appear in the sky as, as sort of a... And, and rain down good vodka on the crowd in the movie, I suppose. But uh, no, it's not. A, you know, well, some operators now the the Aztec and uh, were able to operate it for causes of doom and destruction, apparently. But they were mostly known as as crystal balls in uh, North America and Central America. The indigenous tribes, the Anasazi, the Zuni, the uh, Navajo, the Aztec, the Mayans—they all had a crystal head. So it's a mm. benevolent skull. It's a smiling skull. Um, but in its history, uh, it, I'm sure it was used by um, operators to uh, to call down doom upon enemies and uh, and rivals. So the lore goes of the 13 crystal heads, which is what we based uh, our design on. Well, in history, the Stave Puff Marshmallow Man is very nice and friendly. He is part of history. But then at the end, turned up and was um, extremely, you know, because when yeah. it's all thought of it. Yeah, he was, uh, he was uh, uh, you know, uh, on all the bags. Uh, in stores for kids at campfire, and uh, and was was thought of as benevolent, and that's why Stance thought of the most benevolent thing. But you got to be careful what you wish for. Got to be careful. Now that we we stopped something in Canada called the Angelus uh, Marshmallow Man. He was a cop. The say uh, the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man was a sailor, if you'll recall. So <laughs> yeah, it was a little different, but it was I, I based that on the on the Angelus Man and the Pillsbury Doughboy or the mm. Michelin Tire Man, all cute pudgy little. Creatures, wow, sure, but watch out. They have a bad side. What do you think is the best profession for someone made entirely of marshmallow? Good question. Would it be a cop or a sailor or maybe another job? Unemployed. A psychiatrist. Because <laughs> you could just keep peppering them, they'd absorb. <laughs> keep peppering them, and they'd, they'd absorb. And they wouldn't need a couch. You could just lie on their stomach and indeed. talk about your problems. Indeed, yeah. indeed. Well, I hope uh, we've. I hope I've helped you here for for your project. Uh, yeah. Is someone actually going to try to cook this meal? Yeah, Benito's going to try and cook it. The thing is, I, I think it sounds all. It sounds absolutely delicious. I, I'm I'm concerned that we won't be able to find the right pesto because you said that you travel the world trying to find uh, the best pestos. Well, tell me, find find a restaurant in London, find somebody there, run a contest. You know, we run a star tender contest with the with the skull. You make a mm. recipe, and they join our star tender club, and we have prizes and awards for bar chefs everywhere and let's let's do a pesto let's do a you know off the menu a pesto contest that'd be great look i'd i'd absolutely love that were you aware Dan, when you came up with the skull idea to put the vodka in the skull i'm a big heavy metal fan were you aware quite how much you were going to capture the uh, the drinking habits of the heavy metal fans because it's the only vodka you see in any of these heavy metal places now well that's cool i i wow I, i'm 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 glad that that community's embraced it uh, i think uh, we were more looking at just the uh, 
the aspect of it uh, as a, a vessel that conveyed uh, um, not so much uh, negative uh, death connotations as positive life-giving enlightening connotations. But we are in biker bars. It's true. We're in heavy metal bars. Uh, we work hard to bring the consumer a good experience. I think that's why it's on, in all communities. But looks good in a heavy metal bar, looks good in a steakhouse, you know, right, right there. Dan, you know how quite often a celebrity will put their name to a spirit and then they won't really know much about it. They'll just put their name to it. I'm, I'm getting the sense that's not what's going on here. I feel like you've invested quite a lot of time in this. Well, I started in the I started in the tequila business. I uh, I was the agent uh, for Patron Tequila in Canada, so I learned about the business then and about making tequila then. And then I was looking for other categories. Um, now that's been sold to Bacardi. I'm no longer involved. And then uh, decided uh, let's try to clean up vodka. I didn't like the over viscosity. I didn't like the fact that you opened a bottle of vodka and it smelt like Chanel number 10 or it didn't smell like anything. Uh, I didn't like the, the cat's tongue taste on some of them. You, they were rough. You know, if you don't have quality, you don't have a business. Nobody's going to come back and drink it. They're going to say, oh, that's nice. I'll put that on my shelf. I'm not going to crack another one. I thank you. But that's not what's happening. We're in 78 countries with multiple awards and medals. And uh, I, I'm proud to go around the world and say, hey, it's Canadian. Papadoms or bread? What's that? <laughs> Papadoms or bread? Dan? Oh, Papadom. Oh, yeah, Papadoms for sure. I, I, actually, you know, I would eschew and just kiss, kiss goodbye to all Western cooking, even this meal I've showed you if I could eat Indian every night. Mm. Well, we can change it if you want. Uh, well, uh, well, well, okay, so that would be Papadom. That would be uh, saga, Sagalu and Sagosht oh. and uh, a great uh, mild vegetarian curry and uh, lots of basmati rice. And let's see uh, uh, the uh, that beautiful chicken that they do, the marsala chicken. I would do lots of tandoori, have the oven just cooking like three or four birds tandoori style. Um, butter chicken, uh, the dal, the raita, uh, a few uh, chapatis maybe, uh, well, a lassi to cool it all off mm. at the end, and uh, some ice cream. Yeah, I, that, oh. that's that's a dream Indian meal right there. Yeah. Now that's easier for you to do in London, maybe than the uh, the monster I've uh, created here for for our show. Would you still have a blunt at the end of your Indian meal? Would there still be a blunt? Oh yes, the blunt. We're legal. We're legal. Yeah, yeah. I'd offer that to my guests. We're legal. I have trouble smoking it because I get I, it. It makes me sneeze, and I have a something going on with the terpenes that does something to my nasal eustachian system i don't know was the na- that the next step for crystal uh maybe uh, remove the terpenes and have like mm. a pure a pure weed brand well jimmy belushi uh is uh launching the blues brothers working man's weed brand and uh oh yeah and so i've granted him uh judy and i judy belushi and i've granted him a license to go out and purvey to the market uh a product that people that's affordable, that high quality, affordable. Just think if the uh, if football leagues like the NFL or the you know allow their players instead of going home and popping a pill for a knee injury to smoke something or take some CBD or or THC CBD. I, I believe it's in its healing properties. I really do. My dad was on it at the end of his life for a- anxiety and for sleeping, and uh, we'd give him a few drops there, and he'd sleep like a baby. And he lived till he was ninety eight, and uh, we gave him some THC too, and he. Uh, you know, to help with hallucinations, to enhance them. You, you said sativa. That's that's quite a mild strain. Mm. Is that correct? Well, I don't know. Maybe after the Indian meal, we'd move to an indica. But uh, the Chernobyl pre-roll is a beautiful product. Uh, it's uh, it's a sativa that's rolled in this beautiful keef sauce. And my guests who do indulge enjoy that. You know? mm-hmm. And, of course, there's no operation of boats or jet skis or motor vehicles after this. We're sitting by the fire while this is going on, and everybody can then can... Uh, go off to the various cabins uh, on the property and go to sleep. So we put everybody up. Uh, everybody that would come that day would be put up at the, at the place. Your dessert sounded delicious. Would you ever consider swapping out the dessert, Dan, and replacing it with a cheese board? Um, well, I had the cheese board at the top uh, with the pepper mm. jelly and the pecorino and the stilton. What mm. would I add to that cheese board? Not not much. Um, no, I enjoy a good cheese board at the end, but you, you've got to have your brandy, you got to have your whiskey out of your brown spirit there. Uh, or a Chateau Ikem. But uh, sure, I mean, you know, I, lo- I, I, I love the Pecorino and I love the Stilton. I, we have some great Canadian cheddars here, both yellow and white, that are, that are wonderful. Um, so maybe, uh, maybe as the fire progresses and people get a little hungry, that's a good idea. 
I'll bring out a, a, an ample cheese board. Bring the cheese back out. Yeah, and then, yeah. then but, but then we're going to be start, we'll start swilling red wine again. That will be it'll be three in the morning, and we'll be packing yeah. another bottle of Margot or a. Stag's Leap or anything with a saint or an axe in it. Yeah, we enjoyed a Stag's Leap together once, Ed, didn't we? We did, and I'm literally looking. I can see from where I'm sat a bottle of Stag's Leap and a bottle of Crystal Head. Oh, so I think I think we'd have a good night. Oh no, no doubt we would have a great great night if we, we yeah we should we should recreate this at the farm. We're counting that as an invitation, Dan. We're gonna we're just gonna show up on your doorstep. We're ready. We're opening up. Uh, Ontario's ready. Ontario's ready. fantastic. We we'll show up. Smoke a blunt with Bill Murray. Yes, please. Oh, uh, sure. <laughs> sure. I, I, I want him to come anytime. He's welcome. I, he can hide out permanently at my house as far as I'm concerned. But he's a busy man. <laughs> Thank you so much, Dan. Yeah. This has been such a delicious menu. It's been fantastic. Uh, Thank you, man. Are, are you, have you eaten today? Are you now going to go off and eat something? Well, uh, I think I'm going to go to Shea Piggy's and I'm going to order the spring rolls and the Chia Jiao salad, uh, the Vietnamese-style salad with the spring rolls chopped up in it. And um, also some uh, pita and hummus. And I will have a uh, barcar martini. And then uh, I don't know what he's doing for a chicken today, uh, but there are magnificent restaurants in this in this town. Uh, Diane's Fish Bar. Uh, we've got uh, Atomica Pizza Cafe, Woodenhead's Pizza Cafe. There's a beautiful tapas bar, Tuera Nevo. And uh, Kingston's quite, for the size of the town, 200,000, it's quite sophisticated with food and drink. That's very helpful because we have a website for this podcast. There's a page on the on the website that is all the bars and all the restaurants that have been mentioned on the podcast, and there's links to them. Um, so the more that you mention from Kingston, the more that you're going to end up. I, I think we're kind of like, you know, that page hasn't got much Canadian uh, places uh, at the minute. We're underrepresented yeah, oh, there. Yeah. So if you want to mention any other great Canadian restaurants. and on- Well, of course, Il Latini in Montreal and Canoe in Toronto. And, oh, yeah, there's a, a, quite a variety. Quite a variety of good good spots here, and all of them serve the head. Well, I was going to say, if any of our listeners <laughs> do go to Canada and they want to go and get a, a, a head somewhere, a lovely cocktail of the head, mm-hmm. where's the best place in Canada where you've personally sat and drank your own product? Um, well, I would say, uh, where would I go in Toronto to sit down and, and, and have it? Um, oh, surprisingly, huh, the Hilton Hotel. The bar at the Hilton Hotel. Wow. The, the guys in there are fantastic. They love the product. They know how to use it, make it all different kinds of ways. I, I would go there. That's I know I could get a good, reliable service uh, on the cocktail there. Yeah, because they've done their research. So the Hilton in Toronto. Have you ever been anywhere, Dan, where you've, you've had your own products at a bar and you've had to take them aside and go, you're treating this all mm. wrong? Well, I first of all, if, if my product is seen on the bar, I, I applaud and I immediately deplete the bottle by buying the whole entire uh, room all rounds. So I'll buy them right out of the product and then I will say, aren't we having fun? Here's the story. Here's why it's so good, why people enjoy it. I think if I was in a bar and um, someone came in and they bought the whole room drinks, mm-hmm. that would be a big deal for me. I've never had that happen before. I'd be quite excited. Huge. If it then turned out that the person who has bought everyone drinks owns the company that make the drink, that would blow my mind. And if that person on top of that was Dan Aykroyd, who then told me about the history of the drink and everything, I think that would be quite a memorable evening. I mean, these people who who have experienced this must have afterwards been like, hold on, did that just happen? Well, if you were a bar operator, uh, I would hope for a placement, uh, permanent placement on the bar. So, uh, yeah, yeah, we, 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 you know, we're, we're honest about it. And, uh, and we like people to have a good time. And it's about laughs and fun and, and, uh, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's the only, you know, for bar chefs, it's the only head that can talk, you know, they can talk to. You throw it up in the ground, and in, the, in the air, yeah. like a basketball. It doesn't break. Yeah. It's all right. I've only yeah. broken one. Well, thank you so much for coming on Off Menu. That's a wonderful menu. Thank you, thank you man. Take care. Well, that was that. Uh uh, look, I, I loved um, it. We're we're slightly shell shocked still. I'd say. Well, I didn't even read out the the menu back to him. No, because I'd imagine we don't have half the menu written down because Benito's fingers have been worn down to a nub trying to type it as Dan said it. He's definitely tried water, jugs of warm lemon water. But that comes at the end of the meal. The water comes at the end of the meal. Don't forget that. Yes, but we didn't really. That was the only water that was mentioned. So I guess we can put that in the water course. A warm jug of lemon water and a vodka martini with crystal head that was at the top 
Yes. Popadums were bread. He said popadums. Yeah, at the end. But that's when he changed it to an Indian meal, so... Yes. That was my fault. I hold my hands up. Making him change it to an Indian meal was my fault. Yeah, well, we, but, but we got we got a whole Indian meal in there as well. That's yeah. nice. Uh, starter, pecorino, still in red pepper jelly with papa del pesto. Does sound nice. Main, mixed grill, baby lamb chops with mint jelly, T-bone steak, half inch, horseradish, roasted chicken with lemon, Yorkshire pudding, gravy peas. Uh, James, yeah. at what point did you realise he was going to do the whole meal? Um, I think... Was it when I tried to interrupt him? When you tried, yeah. When you when you tried to interrupt during the pecorino, and um, it was made very clear to you that that that, that won't be necessary, and, and he carried on. <laughs> I, and I I thought to myself, this is great. I absolutely love it. I'm going to see how long I can go without talking. Um, and if if I make it to the end of the podcast, and all I've said is welcome to the dream restaurant we've been expecting you for some time, that would be really funny. Um, I mean, definitely during this bit. When it was Yorkshire puddings, gravy peas, Brussels sprouts, garlic mash, rosemary roast potatoes, I was like, "This is the whole main. Yeah, We're here in the we whole go. main already." Side chopped Caesar salad, drink Chardonnay, dessert, mocha de quaz, de quaz, espresso martini with crystal head, a cigar, Mission Hill whiskey or brandy afterwards. This is afterwards with a two gram Chernobyl pre roll blunt, and then to the fire, <laughs> donuts in butter. Uh, that sounded so good. We didn't even ask him about the donuts. Until, the donuts in butter sounded amazing. Oh, man. James, can I tell you about a donut I had the other night? Yeah. I went to a restaurant called Casimir in Bristol, and oh, yeah. they finished off the meal with sourdough donuts rolled in lamb fat uh, and then what? char-grilled and then rolled in salt and sugar. Absolutely wow. phenomenal. I would like to try those very much. I had an absolute nightmare during that. Inter- I mean, I didn't have a lot to do, but... Mm-hmm. Um, um, an Amazon man came knocking, and he knocked twice, so you probably yeah. heard that in the background, and, and, and now um, someone's texting me. Um, yeah. And at, at one point, I was going to literally lean out the window and go, I am interviewing Dan Aykroyd! Uh, and then for some reason, my eyes started weeping. I've got no idea why. It just went bright red, seized up, and started weeping. That's what happens if I don't talk for an extended period of time, is my brain yeah. starts trying to escape through my face. Yeah. Oh, absolute nightmare. All while I was interviewing Dan Aykroyd. I, I feel this is a kind of episode that... Uh, warrants repeat listens. I think that uh, it will be funny for listeners to listen to it again and uh, know what they're going into the second time round and just really enjoy that it is quite funny when two (laughs) podcast hosts just completely lose control of their own podcast and uh, and have to just deal with the fact that their whole entire world has changed. And... uh, you know, it, I think that's fun, especially while you know uh, a, a Hollywood A-lister sells uh, sells vodka also yeah. during it as well, and like very high quality vodka. This opportunity that you're not helping by saying things like that, James. I'm going to take this opportunity to say this was not a sponsored no podcast. It we wasn't we didn't. It was not spawn. We expected Dan to mention his vodka. Sure, we know he puts yes. a lot of time and effort into it, uh, and he's sort of known for it now. Um, but we were not paid for it. We didn't get paid for it. No. No. Um, I've not even plugged my tour. I should have plugged my tour. I didn't yeah. get one opportunity to plug my tour, and now everyone's <laughs> going to go and buy a bottle of Crystal Head. The Pride bottle is out now. It looked this beautiful bottle. Yeah. Happy Pride Month. I loved it, though. Look, when I was a little kid watching Ghostbusters and obsessed with Ghostbusters, if you had told me that I would grow up one day... I'd have a conversation. That first of all, you'd have to explain the concept of Zoom and, and Zoom calls, podcasts, yeah, and podcasts, yeah, and podcasts and everything. I still don't. Let's face it, I'm still not really no, you're not completely across that. Across that. Yeah. But so this man, that man there on the TV, the Ghostbuster, he will talk to you for nearly an hour. Or basically, he'll talk to you until he's decided it's time to stop. Yes, and he will thank. He will wish you good luck with your project. <laughs> he, well, he will say, that. "I hope I helped you with your project." Yeah, he he said that half an hour in. I hope it helped you with your project. Yes, and that made me feel eight. Yes, it really it really put into perspective what we're doing here. Yeah, yeah. This is a man <laughs> who has conquered Hollywood and now has a vodka empire, and he talks to us. Goes, I hope I've helped you with your with your project because <laughs> whatever it is you two are doing here. Oh, uh, I mean, I just loved it. I'll be thinking about that yep. for a long time. Um, yeah, EdGamble.co.uk for tickets to my tour. Yes, please. Yeah. What's the what's the what's the show called? Electric. Electric. Well, he didn't say ectoplasm either. I tell you what, as well, when I asked him 
who is going to be at the at the meal? I thought about saying for a joke, is it Bill Murray? Yeah, <laughs> but it is. They're proper friends. Bill Murray, Lorne Michaels. I'd be absolutely Lord terrified at that. It was nice to see the whole these buddies with all those people. That was nice, man. I'm, 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 I don't know. I feel I'm going to spend quite a few days reflecting on this. Yeah. Sitting around uh, and just every now and again, my, my mind will drift to it and I'll think about it. <laughs> I can't remember. Look, shout out to Dan Aykroyd. He'd done his prep. Yeah. Sometimes people show up on this podcast and they just go, like, a chocolate thing? Yeah. Uh, Dan, absolutely not. He'd done his prep and he was ready to deliver everything that he'd, he'd yeah. worked on. This is the longest intro and outro we've ever done, and quite rightly. Um, Gotta be. I mean, you know. I, I I think that people tune into our podcast to hear the guests, but I think also, you know, we play a, a role in it. And yeah. I think we've got to make up for that now. We've got people got to hear our voices enough at the end. And, you know, also just be assured as the listener that we are aware of what just happened. Do you want to ask me any questions that you wanted to ask Dan Aykroyd or tell any anecdotes that relate to Dan Aykroyd now? Well, something I was going to ask Dan Aykroyd was, you know, I was going to pick up on the Yorkshire puddings and say, Ed doesn't like Yorkshire puddings. Uh, It's an ongoing thing on the podcast. Can you convert Ed to like Yorkshire puddings? uh, Yeah. And it would have been quite impressive to see how the answer to that question ended up being about Crystal Head Vodka. I mean, do you know what? That's the thing as well. I'm not even... I mean, I, I really don't want this these intros and outros to sound like we're uh, making fun of... Uh, oh, no, not at <laughs> all. Way. I genuinely, every time he kept bringing up the stuff about the crystal head, I was like, well, I am weirdly invested into this. Like, he's yeah. very passionate about it, really knows his stuff. Uh, I, was, I was hanging on every word. I went to Dis- uh, Disney and Universal when I was a kid. Yes. Uh, with my friend and his mum. And his mum... Really fancied the man playing Dan Aykroyd's Ghostbusters character at Universal, <laughs> and like we had to follow around the Ghostbusters all day. And she asked, she asked him to marry her as a joke, and he looked very uncomfortable. So I thought maybe we could play around with that. <laughs> yeah, we could have told him that. That would have been funny. Oh, well, that would have been good. That didn't happen. Uh, I went on a walk with my sister and uh, my nephews recently, and uh, one of the nephews, he's little boy. Ran really far ahead, waited for us for ages, for probably 20 minutes just waiting for us, but looking at us the whole time we're walking down the footpath. And then wait for 20 minutes just staring at us. And then when we got to him, he went, who are you going to call? And then ran away. <laughs> Great. So, you know, he's constantly Dan Aykroyd, inspiring yeah. every single generation, every new generation. Ghostbusters is a thing for them, becomes a thing. Also, huge shout-out to you, James, for deliberately creating more work for The Great Benito in putting all those Canadian restaurants on the website. I loved that you did that. Yes, I was really pleased with that and thinking, like, because it's like an episode where really uh, <laughs> you would think that no work needed to be done at all. Uh, but yeah. we, we got away with hardly doing anything and Benito's going to be up all night typing all of those up, finding the links to them. He's got so much work to do. I think we should clock off this um this bonus episode. I hope I've helped you with your project. Let's call it a day. I've had an absolute ball. Uh, what a weird afternoon. Um, and uh, yeah. Had a great so. time. For context, also for the listener, uh, it's an absolutely boiling hot day today. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> we, we, were waiting. We, were, we were thinking, surely this is just going to be cancelled because we often have many high profile guests lined up and they always cancel on us a lot of the time. And we go, ah, oh, well, OK. And Dan Aykroyd were like, well, surely not. Surely Dan Aykroyd isn't going to do this podcast. And we, and it was so hot. And I was like, my brain's not even working. And what I needed, really, was someone who just took charge, yeah. got the job done, and then went oh, off I thought to you were talk- Piggy. I thought you were talking about me. <laughs> no, uh, it wasn't me. Wasn't really, sadly. Wasn't Didn't need to wasn't do anything. You. you were sitting there with your eyes weeping at some at one point out yeah. of nowhere. Half my head was on fire. The Amazon man knocked on the door. Awful performance from me. But luckily, Dan was there to take the reins. Uh, ironically, I'm going to go and have a crystal head vodka now. And it is 4.30pm. It's 4.30pm. Series 6 is going to start soon. Series 6 will start soon. And you, you bet, better bet your bottom dollar that we're going to go right back to the normal format all your favourites, nothing's going to throw you, normal structure. Yeah. I mean, let's try and get everyone from Ghostbusters on one by one. I wouldn't change a thing, though. I wouldn't change a I thing about what's change. happened I, I can't hammer this home enough. 
we would not change anything about what just happened. And listen, we've had many great experiences on this podcast, loads of weird things. Once we ran a competition where members of the public could come on and have their dream menu, and uh, a very nice man b- bought the experience for his sister... And it turned out she'd never seen the podcast before, but fancied Ed and myself. And it was a very weird experience. Well, actually, she fancied you. She knew she fancied you. Yeah. And she'd had a drink as well. Let's add that in. Uh, yeah. She fancied you. And then during the call also decided she fancied me. So yes, it was, she saw it, you. She liked what she saw. Yes. Um, and she had as much respect for the format as Dan Aykroyd. Yes, she did. But without the... the um, <laughs> catalogue and the career to back it up yes Let, let's clock off now um but yep. what what fun it's been james uh what fun I'll, it's been i'll see you for series six can't wait to get dan Aykroyd on a, a redemption episode one day deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for mother's day than whole foods market they're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts start by saving 33 with prime on all body care and candles then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just 9.99 each with prime round out mom's menu with festive rosé irresistible berry chantilly cake and more special treats come celebrate mother's day at whole foods market Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, it's Rob Orton here. Now, I've got a podcast called the Rob Orton Daily Podcast. It's a short poem or story or a musing on a particular subject every single day. What if you commissioned Picasso to paint your house and he just painted it white? Would you be annoyed? Wouldn't it be good if you could pour Miracle Grow onto other things, such as pizzas? Have you ever thought about what a beach might be like if it was made from digestive biscuits? Have you ever tried to cry about something you're not thinking about? If you would like to listen to a daily podcast that includes subjects I've mentioned there, then please listen to the Rob Orton Daily Podcast.